This is the Josh Moxie Journey. Ladies and gentlemen, today is November 11th, 2018. Time is 4.33 p.m. And today we are recording Reflections 018. And uh, Reflections, if you don't know by now, is, and if you're new, is Reflections is a, on Sundays, I like to reflect on my week in a Google Doc and I answer a bunch of questions, but then I come on video after and uh, get on camera to talk about the highlights of my week in, uh, in video form to document it. And yeah, let's get right into it. Wins. What were my favorite wins this week and how did I make this week awesome? I've worked a lot on something called uh, NIMSEM Tracker, which is going to be a tool for me to handle clients with NIMSEM and energy work and uh, Moxie Energetics and Infinity and all this good shit. And uh, I've just really enjoyed this. I'm, there's a, just a shit ton of random stuff that I've been working on within that. And uh, I am pleased how that's going. It's cool. It's been cool to work with things like field arrays in final form and which is a, a library, by the way, for working with forms. And uh, yeah, all kinds of shit, like sessions and client creators, like all these, it's a lot of form work, but I'm, I'm enjoying it, it's fun and uh, cool. It's always just cool to build new shit. I just enjoy the sheer act of like taking an idea, taking a solution and actually building it is always fun. Some good progress on lists. I the hand, the error handling is getting there. We're close. We're very, very close. It feels like I keep saying this, but it gets closer every single week to a private beta. So I'm very excited about that. I finished the Josh Moxie radio video, which is the one that's on my IGTV. And th that being done was like the final thing waiting for me to actually share and um, post Josh Moxie radio publicly, if you will. It's been public, but to actually properly like launch it. So that was cool to get that over with. And, uh, but I just loved so much the actual process of creating that, that video. It came out fucking beautiful and it'll be even better next time. But uh, launch did not go as planned, but, and I'll talk about this more in lessons, but uh, the act of just getting out is exciting and I have a shit ton more playlists that I'm ready to share as well. So it's very, very exciting to have completed that loop and gotten that started. Infinity's website code, aside from content, is complete. And that feels really good. Um, I just have to add, that's a lie. I do have to quickly style a thing for the client form. But other than that, this thing is fucking working as planned. So that's like very exciting to have that done with. I really just focused on being imperfect and it actually somehow came out pretty good, um, which I'm pleased with because trying to rid myself of perfection. So that came out well. Changing my room layout and cleaning it at the same time. This has been so helpful for just my overall mood when I'm in my room. Cause I, when it's so stagnant and it stays, stays the same for so long, it is a very bland feeling to be in here. And I start to get like negative associations. And for me, I've just got to keep changing and morphing and evolving and growing and like as simple as it sounds, changing my room layout removes that stagnant feeling completely. It becomes a, 
a fresh new new room. So if you're ever feeling like really shitty and you notice it happens to be in your room a lot, consider consider changing the entire layout of everything. Listening to more vibey music. For me recently, this has been Seven Lions and Elenium, uh, and actually more Elenium than Seven Lions, but recently I've just had such an appreciation for softer music that is more like feelsy and vibey, um, as opposed to, I still love dubstep the most, and it's still the greatest in my opinion, and uh, I can't work out to vibey shit, so that's still uh, that's still dubstep's mainstay, of course. But I've just really had a good time listening to some softer stuff this week and getting more in touch with the feels aspect of things. Highly enjoy it. Listening to The Road Less Stupid by Keith Cunningham. This book has been incredibly valuable in terms of just the lessons have been insane. As well, thinking time, that's crazy as well. Um, and it's also funny, like I, I enjoy the humor within it all. And that's such an underrated value prop of learning in general. Find funny people to learn from. It makes it so much more enjoyable and you'll actually want to learn. But anyways, that's not the point right there. The point is Road Less Stupid, very, very, very good business book. Uh, I don't read many business books or listen to many business books. Um, and this is really giving me a kick in, kick in the ass on many different things in business. So highly, highly appreciating this book right now. Better. How could I have made this week better? And what are things I can do to improve next week? Judging myself less, judging others less, and judging the world less. I have found that a lot of judgmental behavior has returned and it is so less than ideal. My judgments, like my harsh judgments, they are doing nothing but making my vibration go lower and my mood go down and a bunch of pointless things like that's not ideal to have. So it's not helping anything by me overly judging or harshly judging. Observation is a different story. So I think that's important distinction right there, but overly judging, no. Very, very shitty use of resources and quite just low ROI, quite frankly. Creating a weekly to-do list. I don't typically have a weekly to-do list and this is something I could really use right now. Something that outlines that, <laughs> the kettle in the background right now, it's really nice. But just like key things that I want to get done every single week that are consistent. For example, like a session of thinking time, uh, taking the proper time to document certain finance stuff. Um, I mean, this could even be classified as a weekly to do. Just a list of things that I'll tackle throughout the week that have to get done every single week. So I think that would be really good to add for my quality of life as well as my progress. So I, I'm going to do that soon couple things on phone real quick. Throwing away my phone for longer periods of time, um, checking my phone less, less DMs and shit like that, and just like overall texting. I love my phone so much, and at the same time, it steals so much time for me. Um, granted, I am enjoying my communications with others, but it does take a lot of energy and a lot of time away from progress and work and goals and stuff like that. So it's, you've got to really have a fine balance there, but like, especially that throwing phone away for longer periods of time, um, having a set time of like 
I only either whether it's something like I only check my phone X amount of hours a day and like scheduling that in, or it's I only check my phone after X amount of hours, which I do when I wake up, I don't check it for four hours or it's typically just four hours. (laughs) And what else? There's many different ways of approaching this, but I would love to just throw away my phone and only check it like two times a day. That'd be super nice. And it would also improve my progress as well. Working faster, working more. Pretty self-explanatory. I want to work more and I want to work faster. (laughs) This comes again from fucking phone. If I could get off my phone uh, more, that's that's extra minutes I can allocate that'll, it's like the compound effect. Those tiny minutes add up so fucking much. So anyways, I just want to work more. I want to work um, faster as well. There's just a bunch of different things. I just, I really want more progress. I, there's so I am making progress, but at the same time, I want more. I desire more. I crave more. So I'm going to make this fucking happen. Period. End of story. Waking up earlier, going to bed earlier. Had it down Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. Hmm. Got a little bit later progressively. And now we're fucking back at waking up way late and going to bed way late again which is just annoying because I loved how good that felt when I woke up early, but it just fucking went right back to normal. So (laughs) I've just got to fix this. It's fucking annoying. Actually creating the content of these series that I'm working on. I like took the time to outline um, a bunch of series, things like better, um, a quicker, I don't even know, not quicker, better, what the fuck am I saying? A, an outline of like what gems will include the video, uh, the layout, and then as well, just like kind of series like this. So gems is just an example of one, but I haven't actually taken the time to fully get on camera for one of these series and just start. I've just been in the dock trying to flesh it out, if you will, which is good on one hand. It's not so good on another hand because I just want to get started and I can update from there. But so Getting started on that would be super helpful, and I hope to start a bunch of new series next week. Lessons. What were my biggest lessons this week? I talked about, I think, to either last week or the week before, the option or the, yeah, there's an option in your camera for iPhone where you can select most compatible or like high efficiency, I think it was, and most compatible is the one that's going to create the best video quality. And I didn't realize that until I talked about this basically. And, uh, and that's why I thought I had low quality for reflections. 016 turns out I have a 1080p version of that sitting in the fucking cloud. So I'm, I'm not actually sure on what the actual proper terminology is and what, how that actually works. But I just know that you can, now down you can download the original quote unquote in uh in iCloud by pre- I think it's pressing and holding and you'll actually get a drop down for the I think it's like automatic and original and then you choose original and you still have fucking 1080p so not really sure what the fuck's going on there but what I just know is now we have high quality and uh and it gets very complicated because it's now a MOV file rather than an MP4 so it's doesn't work so great in Premiere. So you have to like do some weird shit, like renaming it to MPM4V and yeah. So 
that's what's up there. And that actually took me a long ass time because I had to like reinstall Vermeer because it wasn't working. There was like a bug with importing and it was just like, it was a nice two day headache. Pretty, pretty enjoyable, I must say. I was reminded that nothing is ever as complicated as we make it out to be. As I create this NIMSEM tracker, I'm reminded that these complex things are never as complex as we make them out to be. And we can just, if we take the proper time to really wrap our brain and our heads around it and our minds, we can, we can really simplify things. And, and I forget who actually said this, but it, I want to say it's like Albert Einstein or something like that, that said something along the lines of like, if you can't explain it in simple terms, you don't know it. I think it's the same in thinking process. If we can't think about it in simple terms, we don't actually know it because at the end of the day, I think everything is actually simple, but we as human beings just complicate it. So let's get fucking simple and fully wrap our, hand, wrap our head around it so we can actually do what we're trying to do. And like so much more progress can be made if we understand that like, these complex things that we think are so out of range for working on or creating um, actually could be created by us if we took the time and attention and energy and applied it correctly and just worked one day at a time. It's all you fucking need. One day at a time. Kaizen. Getting better. Improving. And eventually you've got this thing and you're like, holy shit, I created this. I think it's pretty cool. With Josh Moxie Radio, I was reminded that it doesn't actually matter these public losses that much if you can like it just reminded me that it's okay to fail in public because people's POVs don't mean fucking shit quite frankly so th that was just a, a really helpful reminder because like I can sometimes care too much about failing in public and it actually doesn't really matter at all and uh now I'm just like okay so the numbers weren't great with with Josh Moxie radio and uh, I was expecting more, but guess what? Now I'm like pumped and I wanna fucking, I wanna just like kill, 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 if you will, from Andy Priscilla. I just wanna fucking destroy in the best way possible. And which is funny, using those words are not actually how I feel. I like want to destroy the game, if you will, by creating so much value and helping so much and all that jazz. So it's funny that I use those words because it's like, I'm just thinking about it in a game sense. So, but related to that, um, I I also like realized the, the, the importance of trying again differently. So that didn't work the way I first launched it because like barely anyone watched or consumed it. And I was expecting more, but what I learned is now I, or what I reminded myself of is it's just an opportunity to try again in a different way because the market told me that that way didn't work. So let's try a different way. Let's focus on what we can control and uh, improve, 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 iterate, test, um, take some feedback. Like, yes. So I'm excited about going forward and I am absolutely going to destroy the game I'm playing because I am playing to fucking win and that is what the fuck is up and in addition to that losses make the wins so much fucking better it is such an underrated thing taking a loss and really coming back strong as fuck is such a beautiful thing and it makes the story so much better who the fuck wants to win right out the gate i mean of course you do want to win right out the gate but 
the each loss makes that next win take so, taste so much fucking sweeter. Thinking time. This is a practice I stole from Keith Cunningham's book, The Road Less Stupid, and you prepare a bunch of really fucking intelligent questions and uh, cannot be any stupid questions, <laughs> but you prepare these questions, you block out time, and you fucking answer these questions and journal upon them. And uh, I haven't done this yet, but I do a form of this when I'm like a, a variation of this when I'm journaling at night. So it was cool to finally hear from the source of like what this is, because I've heard about this before, specifically from my mom um, when she was going through it. But it's, it was cool to finally like hear it exactly. And uh, something like, what don't I see here is such a brilliant question to journal upon because you'll be able to um, clearly see all the assumptions that you're not seeing and sorry, the assumptions you're making and see other points of view. And we just underestimate the brain so much. It has the answers. Like that type of session is going to bring out so much data. It's fucking crazy. I realized when I idea generate, it is so much better to work off of a few examples that are existing rather than going straight in for from zero to one. So this might be a limiting belief and I'm, I'm aware of that. And at the same time, for me, I'm realizing that like, it is best if I start out with an example. So what is an example of this? Um, if I was looking at a design, for example, I want to create a website design. I am much better off looking at multiple designs and selecting what I like and what I don't like rather than trying to create this thing from nothing. Like I can still do that, but at the same time, it's better for me if I choose to do a little bit of like research first, find what I like and what I don't like, and then work from that. Because once I have those examples, it becomes a lot easier to generate more ideas and like create mashups and um, pull from different things. And it, I like create variations of like features or design. Like it's, there's a lot you can do when you have those examples, or at least in my case, that is what works best for me. What a blessing I have right now. I am actually overwhelmed with all the series that I have put, that I have laid out and planned to do because I have I, I feel like I have eight just sitting there. I do three of two of them, three of them right now, or some shit like that. But just like I have a bunch of different series planned out and ready, close to actually starting, and I actually feel overwhelmed about it, which is a great challenge to have because before I was like how can I create content? What are things I can create content with? And now I have too many things, which is amazing. So, and also just big, big shout out to reflections because like I realized this is a big reason of why I'm actually creating content now is because it's keeping me consistent because I want to put videos in between reflections as well as reflections is giving me lots of micro content to work with. So there's just a lot of good fucking things coming from reflection. So I'm just appreciating the current state of content and watching the consistency go up is super fucking cool to watch. I noticed a weakness of mine this week, which is I care too much about hurting people's feelings and offending people. Of course, that is not necessarily a weakness. It is, it becomes a weakness when it is holding me back from giving proper truth, um, from giving people exactly what they need to hear, or 
if I'm holding back from being me, that is when it becomes a weakness. I think it's absolute strength at its core to care. But if you're caring too much, that is when it becomes a detriment. So I learned that about myself this week. And now going forward, I have to figure out ways of trying to care less about trying to offend and just, yeah, like I don't always need to explain myself. I don't always need to give complete context. People need to figure it the fuck out. So if I'm really hurting them, I'm obviously not intending on that, but that's, uh, I can't control if they're hurt or offended. I can just control what I say and do. And uh, it's never my intent to offend people or hurt people's feelings. That doesn't feel good at all. It feels like shit actually to think about, but uh, yeah. So I just noticed that this week. <laughs> this next bit is, uh, it's interesting. <laughs> this comes from me looking at other people's relationships and realizing that if I allow in the future my wife to dictate whether I could do XYZ or not do XYZ, that is such a broken relationship right there in the sense that if it's not broken yet, it's going to be soon because I will ine inevitably crack under that type of situation. I cannot let people tell me if I can follow a passion of mine or not. So thinking about if this significant other was like, yo, you quote unquote, you can't go to raves anymore or whatever. I'd be like, first of all, my brain is like immediately, fuck you. Secondly, uh, that just doesn't fly because if I was to follow that, I would absolutely, I would be number one, if I had kids, I was setting, I'd be setting a really shitty example for them growing up. Okay. So, cause they would think that's the correct way. And then they would do the exact same thing later on, unless they consciously learn to do the opposite. But say if I did do that, I am eventually going to start resenting her and that's going to lead to an explosion, a divorce, what have you. There's a million different negative things that can end that way, but I'm going to end up fucking hating that person because I will look at them and I'll think about the fact that they took that happiness away from me. And at the, at the same token, it's me taking happiness away from me because it's my fucking choice, but I'm letting them do that. So I associate it with them and that is not just with fucking marriages, that is with family, that is with um, friendships. You have to do what you've got to do and you've got to put yourself first because if you don't, again, you will fucking break, you will crack and you will end up resenting those people that d said like, don't follow your passion or don't do X, Y, Z if you really wanted to. We just have to be very cautious of this because it'll end up absolutely lighting these relationships on fire. And uh, that's not good for anyone. That's not good for them. That's not good for us. It's you've got to be selfish in order to be selfless. And this is the way here. So I was just very clear that um, how how that just will not fly for my relationships. I just cannot do it. I have to put myself first because I know if I don't, again, I will crack, I will explode and it's not, it's going to be messy. So yeah. Remember a couple weeks ago or whatever it was when I talked about my feeling of unwantedness and that pattern around that, 
it I think it is also starting to manifest and not even starting. I think it's been manifesting in what I create in terms of products and stuff like that. So and as well like content. I really want people to want the things I create and almost too much sometimes. And at the same token, I am I've got this pattern that is wanting or that is almost like attracting, if you will, the feeling of unwantedness. And I felt this with fucking Josh Moxie radio this week. I'm like, oh shit, haven't haven't uh, addressed this clearly yet because it's, it's still fucking going on. But it's pretty fucking simple to make things people want. I haven't done a good job of this yet. And I say it's simple, but here's what I mean when I say that. It's obviously a lot harder than that, but the reality is you have to listen to people, um, your target market specifically, and you have to understand them better than they understand themselves. You have to understand their pains, their desires, their wants, their needs, how they want to, like there's a million different things, but you really have to fully wrap your head around exactly who, what, like all of the, you need to understand them so fucking clearly that you can be able to reverse engineer and craft whatever the solution is that you need. And for me, I, uh, I know that not every solution is going to work, but that's where it's about like iteration and sharing it with them. And if it's not working, changing, updating, iterating some more, it's just an ongoing cycle of try again until you get the correct product, which becomes product market fit. And I mean, that's what we're all fucking trying to do here in business anyways. So, um, yeah, I will have this pattern pattern tackled soon. I just don't know when. I just know that uh, the more objectively I think about it and take things less personally and really just create for the sake of trying to bring value, that is eventually going to play out in a very positive way. So I look forward to the days when I have product market fit. That's going to be fucking sick. I cannot wait. Obsessed. What am I most positively obsessed with right now? Excision's Lost Lands Mix 2018. This one is fucking incredible. 2017's is actually what got me super hooked on dubstep. That and NSD Vol 5's mix. I'm like, I I thought it was going to be better than this last year, but at the same time, my brain was like, okay, 2017's was already the best in the world, in my opinion, for a, a mix and for dubstep specifically. And uh, I am just like mind boggled at how fucking good this mix is. It is, uh, yeah, Excision, you fucking killed it. I'm very, very pleased with how this came out. I just, it's it's such a good um, representation of dubstep in 2018 and how beautiful all the sounds are and all of the amazing tracks. I'm in love with it. It's so fucking good. I love it so much. I don't know if I would call this obsessed, but I'm really enjoying Elenium and Seven Lions, like I talked about earlier. And uh, their song, Rush Over Me specifically, that song is fucking gorgeous. Like, it just fucks with me. I'm even like feeling it as I think about it right now. Guys, I really liked how that episode came out. I'm very intrigued to see if it, uh, if it is as good as I think it is. This could be the best episode to date, so hopefully getting better each fucking time. And if I'm not, if it's like this, I'm down because it's fucking, it's going up. And um, you're looking at this on the reverse, so it probably is like 
this. And if you're on audio, I'm talking about a progressive line going up over time. Uh, yeah, thanks so much for watching. Thanks so much for listening. If you found value in this at all, if, uh, if there was a lesson or a takeaway or a life hack or what have you, please do me a favor, subscribe, uh, share the podcast or video, like, comment, whatever is on your system that you're consuming this on. And uh, I appreciate it again. Thank you so much for watching and listening. My name is Josh Moxie, and I will catch you later.